I'm Sydney. And I'm Ashley. And this is How to Deal. A conversation about love, life, and everything in between. We are wheeling and dealing and navigating poorly how how to deal. deal. You've got the caramel granita. Oh, yeah. I went original because I'm classic like that. Um, All that you need to do any day of the week is go to any Pacinos in Louisiana. I don't know if it's further. Oh, no, no. no. It's It's only New Orleans Metairie area. Oh, incredible. It's hyper local. But you need to go inside. Let's just zoom out a little (laughs) bit more. Okay, we, we, on the way here, we said, let's stop and get a coffee. Ashley said, let's go to Pacino's. I said, absolutely, I love Pacino's. Turns out we're both huge fans. This is Ashley's, like, coffee spot. In high school. In high school. Pacino's had a location on Veterans. I think they still do. Closed. They have that one in Old Metairie, which I really like. Mm. But, but the, the one on Veterans was my high school spot. Yeah. There was an old man that sat outside and played guitar every day mm-hmm. and he had his posse and they'd meet there every day and I'd go there after school and get a caramel granita. So much fucking sugar. Now, th- where where we landed was that, you know, Ashley's like, "We'll go get one." And I didn't realize. I was like, "Oh, this particular location that we have chosen, there is no drive-through." I have only ever been to the drive-through at Pacino's, which, which is insane to me. Which is insane, but is also a deeply confusing and shocking experience so ashley was like oh just wait until you go inside of one and i said what and then we went inside yeah now how do we even begin to describe what like let me let me let me give you the perspective of the drive-through experience okay you drive through there's signage everywhere like the minute you get to the like ordering area there are signs all over the place that like like have have different like fun phrases instructions mixed with fun phrases mixed with quotes from movies mixed with and the menu is like specials completely unhelpful like Mm -mm. it it doesn't actually tell you like what you can order it's like coffee like i had i had to ask what they had the first couple times i went because i didn't even know that i could get a breakfast sandwich there like it's there's so much there's also there's also like a cutout woman holding a dog we don't know who the woman Who's is. Who's the woman? We don't know. And and she just like says phrases that are like completely irrelevant to coffee. Mm-hmm. You 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 go to pay and it's always an Eastern European person yeah. checking you out. No matter what location you go to, there's a, a heavy accent. Russian? There are Belarusian? so many. And like, okay. The Pacino's lore yeah. is heavy it is a historic heavy lore. Please like tell I me. know tell so me. many rumors <laughs> and like there are all these like stories about Pacino's. I'm like probably none of it's true like at well, all whatsoever. Well, because Pacino, you're thinking Italian. Yeah. So not. where do the Russians come in? Literally, this is what I know. Okay. On only God. Russian people have ever worked there. Okay. Like only Eastern <laughs> European people. Apparently an Eastern European person owns Pacino's. Okay. There is a rumor that is a gam- it is a gambling front. It okay. is just like there's always, if you don't know this about Pacinos, inside of every Pacinos, there is a small room with video, you, gambling. With video gambling. 
and inexplicably <laughs> for no reason at all it's whatsoever. not on brand but apparently it is the coffee is just a front for the gambling scenario money laundering you will also always go into a pacino's and there will be a group of men yeah to having counsel and that happened literally today yeah and you predicted it you said you're like there's always a group of men sitting in there just sit just chatting and there's no one else in there and there was no one else in there and a table full of men who looked at us very suspiciously yeah i'm telling you every single pacino's location you enter the building there's a group of men in some sort of council like round table round table discussion elbows on the table business occurring maybe thick wrists you know gold. chains yeah <laughs> like it you're it's weird dude like but here's the other thing too the coffee is fucking amazing slaps the food is fucking amazing like when i when you want a breakfast sandwich in this city here's what you're gonna do you're gonna go to a pacino's okay you're gonna get the sausage egg and cheese breakfast sandwich they're gonna go do you want it on a croissant you're gonna go yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. is it an extra charge yeah (laughs) Are we okay with that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I can eat one by myself, but sometimes me and Mallory split one. But it's truly one of my favorite, like, quick breakfasts in this city. But the interior decor is it's as, as it is as baffling as the drive-through. I learned today. Yeah. It's absolutely baffling. There are there is signage everywhere. everywhere. There's like a the painting with the the hands almost touching each other david thank you david and god david and god just almost touching but they photoshopped a pacino cup into one of the hands okay i'm i'm currently looking at um a picture that i took inside in which one of the signs says when i die i hope i go to heaven but i don't know if they let sicilians in when i die if i don't go to heaven i hope i go to pacino's because that's the closest i've ever been what does that mean? <laughs> There's another sign that says, oh my God, I hope I didn't cut it out. Oh, I think I did. In the in the land of the blind, the one eye is king, which is also a misphrase. Like it's not the whole phrase. Right. Because we did on the way here get into it about this, you know, the parable of the one eyed man and, you know, but, that I was told to by a really old person who probably also loves Pacino's. There's just like, there's like Italian uh busts of like naked people there's the girl with the dog cut out again but yep. with like huge mardi gras beads just like draped over her there's a clock this is all on the same wall a bunch of like art deco prints it's also giving like th- the vibe is giving like 2000s mom interior design like tuscan like you know what i mean like 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 the, the wall is like rust colored but and then like all the pockets, warm tones. the pockets of uh, shelving are like a mustard color. Right. Like it, it, it looks like the kind of home with that recessed you'd, lighting, like your rich friend in like 2001, like you went to their house, their kitchen looked like this. And they had, shop. they had that like peel and stick on the wall. Il muso di buena fortuna. What does that mean? It, il, it thinks of good fortune maybe <laughs> i don't know i don't speak italian but i mean bueno fortuna i'm gonna go ahead and assume that's good, good fortune, fortune. Mm-hmm. museo i don't know it's time because it's above a clock do you think that it oh. this doesn't matter do you think it's like let the good times roll oh um, my i don't know <laughs> there's there's also like a random um portrait on the wall with what looks like one of those it looks like perhaps i'm gonna assume the owner and maybe um like one of those a local like, celebrity I was thinking that this looks like one of those 
like uh, magicians from like Vegas. Oh, with the tigers. Do you know what I mean? One of those dudes. That's what it looks like. Y'all, this place is iconic. You must go. There are so many different options for you to get, but we would both tell you to get a Granita. It's like a frozen beverage that maybe has caffeine in it maybe doesn't but it's just ice slaps. texture is so fun to just like like crunch like i'm like crunch 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 um but i'm also scared that we're even talking like this is not sponsored in any way no 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 but like totally willing i would love for our sp- the first sponsor of this podcast to be pacino in fact we will not be taking any sponsors unless, unless it's, pacino. it's pacino's specifically um but you know like i said i've only ever been to the drive-thru I, I'm, a, I'm a baton rouge girl Mm-hmm. I'm a suburban girl. I love a drive-thru. I hate a drive-thru. What the... F- are you serious? I hate I don't a drive-thru. Want, I don't want to park my car. I want to be ugly in my car when I need a coffee and breakfast sandwich. Do you know what I mean? Like, I need to be safe and ugly in my car. And then I need to drive through. Like, when I want coffee... But then coffee, you're coming back home? Yeah. I would never get in my car to go somewhere to get something and then come back home. So what do you mean? Like you're eating there if you're going to order something at a restaurant? Yeah. I, like if no. I'm leaving my house, yeah. why would I? I would just get something delivered. delivered. Yeah, but you can't get Starbucks delivered. You can't get anything in the city delivered is the other thing. You actually can't. Have you noticed that? I feel like I've tried. I've gotten Starbucks delivered. It's ex- it's a stupid expensive. Maybe it's that's what it is. really expensive. I, for some reason, I'm always outside of whatever parameters any given restaurant has set for delivery. Shut the fuck up. No. So like I like when we lived on the fairgrounds, mm. we lived right by that Jimmy John, like less than a mile from that Jimmy John's on Carrollton. They would never deliver it to us. I think it's because there's like it's da- New Orleans is dangerous. And so you were like on a little off, you know? Yeah. Which, which like, it was fine. I mean, but now I'm in the fucking lower garden district. And like, when I call the pizza place down the street, they're like, mm, I don't know if about, I don't know if we can swing that. I'm That's often so up. weird. No, I'm often, I'm often in an area where they will not deliver no matter what. That is so strange. Okay. But you Needless love a drive. I love a drive through. Okay. And the other day, um, against my will, I was at Chick-fil-A. Now don't get me wrong. I love Chick-fil-A, but I was at Chick-fil-A against my will. I won't even get into the particulars there. But if you're aware, you know, the new Chick-fil-A in New Orleans on Tulane. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Big deal. Ruining traffic over there as we knew that it would. But now, now, I mean, I can live my true suburban fantasies because it's by the Costco. So I can like hit the Costco, get some gas and then finish, like polish it all off at Chick-fil-A, you know. But I'm at the Chick-fil-A and the Chick-fil-A has two like lines, two lines, right? Like this is a new thing that drive throughs are doing. They're, they're double lining you. Sometimes the McDonald's will have one. Never seen a Starbucks with one actually, but no, I think I have. Maybe I have. But okay. you know how you you've seen this before. Okay. Yeah. Now, I feel like we need to have a conversation as a society about what the fuck that means. Okay. Let's say we pull in at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whoever's order is taken first. You get to go next in line when the line starts to merge into one from mm-hmm. the two. Okay. It doesn't mean that if I zoom past you and skip you that I'm going to get my food first. Right? Like what I'm trying to say is they're taking the order in a particular order. But what happens sometimes is like one lane will get a little bit bossy. And instead of like one car goes and then the other lane and then the other lane and the other lane, a couple cars from the same lane will go ahead of me. <laughs> okay? No, no, no. Get, get with me on this. You see what I'm I saying? Just like, okay, so, so there's two lanes. 
why do Orders you are being think taken? that we have an understanding of what is going on on the back end of Chick-fil-A and we know what the other people in the other cars are thinking and they're doing it because they think they're going to get their food first? Well, it's not even that. I don't even need to know their motivations. I don't even need to know that. Okay. My question You're is... You're like, this is illogical. It is illogical. Okay. Okay. It, we, the only way that this system works is if when the time comes to merge... One person from one lane goes, and then the next person from the next lane goes. If two people from the same lane go, it fucks up. I know what's happening with Chick-fil-A because here's what happens. Then I get up and they go, Catherine? And I go, no. And it's because the people who are taking your order in, with Chick-fil-A, it's a human being who's standing outside. Mm-hmm. It's not even a window. Mm-hmm. They're like taking. They're, mar- they're saying like Sydney in the white Honda yes. CRV ordered this. So when your motherfucking bitch ass skips me for again for no reason yeah, to, yeah. to no end all you have done is destroyed the their order system and destroyed their system now i'm getting Catherine's order and you're getting my order and now you're gonna hand it back and now there's a fucking kerfuffle okay now there's sydney there's, there's, is there's trying to passed. advocate for all chick-fil-a's she really feels for you for you guys the I, workers I, at the Chick-fil-A. It's, well, it's it causes nothing but mayhem and impedes me getting my motherfucking food in a reasonable amount of time. Mm-hmm. And it's not that complicated a system. Yeah. And I don't know where people got the idea that like that there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's like obviously we're merging two lines together before we get to the fucking window. If the car ahead of you just went, it's not your turn. I feel like it ain't that deep and people are just not paying attention. Right. And it's disrespectful. <laughs> it's, di- <laughs> it's disrespectful. No, I'm, I'm actually fucking heated about this. You're so bad. No, because it, because you see, you see, you're like, it's not that deep. Okay. But that's because you're viewing it on the micro level, but let's macro it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is the problem. This is where we all went wrong with COVID because it's not about the collective. It's about the individual. Okay, and no Relate one is, it back. And Relate it back. See, see, Relate and no it to COVID. one, no one is paying attention. Yeah, and no one cares about the the system functioning. Everybody just wants me. I want my food. My food. Well, I, I'm in line, so I want my food first. And it's like your food is coming after the person that ordered before you. But what I'm saying is that I think another person in a vehicle mm-hmm. could literally not. It, it, there's no like oh, I want my food first. No, no. Sometimes they. Sometimes you can tell. Like okay. meaning, meaning sometimes there's some um some tension happening. Where like I pull my car because I'm gonna be the next, and then the fucking car next to me will nearly hit me to wedge themselves in See, to be like I'm next. But what's fun for me though is knowing that that person's gonna drive up and they're gonna be like Sydney, and, and this person's like, gonna no. be like No, it's Catherine. Exactly. And I'm like, haha, jokes on you, bitch. So, but, but the joke is also on me. <laughs> Because now my food has been um, throttled, okay? Yeah, sure. It has been slapped about <laughs> getting cold in Catherine's fucking car, yeah. you know? Now several people have now manhandled my chicken fucking minis, okay? And my coffee is sitting there just, just melting. Melting. Yeah. Melting. Watery because, cough. Because someone couldn't pay attention and because grown adults don't know how order works. Well, yeah. For sure. And it's the same thing. It's in this city, too. No one knows how, to fu- how a fucking four-way stop sign works. No, we, well, again, we just don't care. <laughs> the only way society functions is if we are all on the same page about the systems that we have all bought into. Do you think... Does if no one f- stops at a stop sign... Oh, yeah, no, it's totally fucked. Chaos. It's, no, chaos. But do you think that 
in Baton Rouge, where you are from, yeah, people stop at Broadway stops and they do it correctly. Correct. Well, yeah, we know New Orleans is so insane. Like we nobody here does anything by any rule. Like there's I know, no rules. I know, but I this I, is the wild it fucking is lawless. West. It's fucking it's lawless. lawless. It's sheer lawlessness. Yeah. And my, and my thing too is I this. thrive Here's in my this thing. environment. I, I, no, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's my favorite. Here's my fucking favorite. Ready? You ready? You get to the fucking four way stop clearly it's the next person like based yeah, it's on not how you. they work you, it's not me yeah. and then th- that person will sit in their car look you dead in your fucking eye and try to wave you on and they'll go like, go and i'm like you were here before me you're freaking out i'm freaking out <laughs> because i'm like this is dangerous like it, we can the, the system only works if we all know how it works and we use it otherwise it's a constant game of you telling me to go i'm telling you to go we're what inching toward each other forever until we crash like that's <laughs> you know, know what i mean i know well it, i live, doesn't work i now live on a street corner in which there is a two-way stop and the traffic lights have been out for maybe my whole life and so <laughs> there's just constantly like stop and like waving people and like you both get there at the same time or like one person gets there a little bit but sometimes like i'm trying to pull up a map of something and i get to the corner first and then a car gets there and I'm like waiting for the map to pull up to like where I need to go. So I'm just like, yeah, y'all go ahead. It's a flexible system. It's not. The thing is, <laughs> it's literally not. <laughs> because if it were, I like the flexibility. it's going to cause wrecks. Yeah, for sure. Do you see what I'm I mean, saying? Who has gotten into more wrecks between you and I? Like, it's me. Clearly. But the thing is like where I have to pay for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but like, then you, but you're there like, are repercussions. There are, but, the, but my point, my, all this is to say is that it, it, the, the the place that we live, New Orleans, is baffling, and I need structure. Well, you just need suburbia. I need suburbia. I yearn. I yearn for suburbia. I, I fought do. my whole life to get to the land of Me lawlessness. Too. Me too. So to only want to fall back into the into the warm, comfortable not, embrace of a big box <laughs> store. I do not feel <laughs> similarly at all whatsoever. It's well, you're just you're you belong here, and you. Uh, this is your place and this is your homeland and I am an interloper and I feel it very strongly and I'm feeling it more the older I get like the older that I get I'm like I want a parking lot I want a driveway (laughs) called the sack I want a cold I would love for my bike not to get stolen out of my own front yard I would love for my plants not to get stolen off of my fucking porch which is the most psychotic shit I've ever heard that's dark it really doesn't Stealing make sense. Plants? It sounds like it's a it's a prank. You sick fuck. What is wrong with you? It doesn't make sense that your plants have gotten stolen and my house, which is on more of a like thorough way, yeah, has like the plants are there. Yeah, but there's a little gate, so like maybe that's what it is. Are you so know people right my car trash getting all the time. yeah people breaking into car like it's just like there's a point where you forget that like yes oh like when I was a teen you know and like all I wanted was to escape suburbia I'm like wow like my parents moved here for a reason like it's pretty safe mm-hmm. and like it's a cul-de-sac so like there's not a lot of just like foot traffic or street traffic and like therein lies safety and the older and more traumatized i realize i am the more i'm like wow like my nervous system is actually like oh like chris craving that so heightened now and mm-hmm. i'm like man i would love for things like things are easier in other places you know well it's things like easier people, in baton rouge life is easier in baton rouge i really loved though um Oh my God, what's her name? Fran Lebowitz mm. has that special on Netflix that's called Pretend It's a City. And she talks about how everything in New York is really, really difficult. Yeah. 
And so, like, you have to be, like, an evolved and, like, tough individual to live in New York because, like, going, getting your groceries is, like, so difficult. And setting up whatever is so difficult. Going to the post office. And, like, New Orleans is the same way. It's exactly the same. It's so difficult to live here. Like, everything is open. Like, whatever. And so she's, that's, like, a trope about it that she's, like, very proud of. And it's, like, you really, you got to have some fucking nerve to, like, live in this fucking town. And that's what I love about it, too, because it's... It's not, you know, but I also love the proximity to Metairie in which I grew up Yeah, because it's like, there are certain things about Metairie that I definitely don't miss, Mm -hmm. but are definitely nostalgic. Yeah. Like Pacino's is an example. Huge. (laughs) Cafe, cafe, cafe. cafe. Like there's nothing. Oh my God. And the safety, like we were talking about this in the car on the way here. Like there's nothing. I don't feel more safe than when I'm in a cafe, cafe at like noon on a Tuesday and every older individual above the age of 65 is at the cafe cafe. The tables the are spot. bustling. There's like no place to fucking sit. Everyone's having their gossip sesh. They're checking in on each other. Their coffee, their chicken salad sandwich. They're just, they're going to be there for three hours minimum. minimum. And anything could happen in that place. And I know that I will be taken care of, you know, and we all have that place. We do. I, that that is why I yearn for suburbia. And that for me, my cafe cafe is like, hmm, like any large family seafood restaurant in Baton Rouge, <laughs> anyone. And it could be like, um, oh God, like the Times Grill. It could be Chimes. It could be um, Brubacher's. Okay. So like, I'm just like trying to paint the picture here mm-hmm. and it's huge because it's Baton Rouge. Right. So the restaurant is gigantic. It's a sprawling restaurant. There's it's like TVs a warehouse everywhere. Yeah. It's a fucking <laughs> warehouse. There's booths only TVs everywhere playing an LSU football game, a 100%. baseball game, LSU gymnastics. It's LSU on the fucking TVs. Okay. The, the acoustics of the building are such that you cannot even hear yourself talk to the person across from you. You're not here to talk. You're not, we're not you're here to, to eat a fried seafood basket. It's always a basket or a platter and you're getting, you know, catfish, shrimp, maybe even oysters if you're sick. Okay. And then, and then a teenage girl who's wearing very short shorts Mm -hmm. is there and she's serving you and she brings you a cup, a plastic cup labeled Coca-Cola. Okay. And it's red and she brings it and it's so fucking full of ice. Okay. And that drink is never going empty constant refills the minute you take one fucking sip she's on it she's dragging that thing back she's filling it up she's dropping it you don't even notice that it happened your drink has never gone below the halfway mark okay it smells like fried food in there you're gonna get a salad and the salad is gonna come on a refrigerated ice cold salad plate okay Mm -hmm. that's my safety Mm -hmm. that is where i feel like and it's not glorious it's not no 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 charming it's, not it's, cute. it's it's like it's full of republicans i know they've got guns in their trucks like a full fucking arsenal of AKs. they don't want you there you they know? don't want me there like they don't want my gay ass there are you kidding me like me the big city lib <laughs> at the seafood restaurant absolutely not yeah but your last name will keep you there right exactly like i can <laughs> skate you know when they when they hand me the check and they're like thanks miss blanchard i'm like <laughs> okay they know one. jesus christ close fucking call yeah but the, the lull of suburbia and the predictability of it and the comfort of it and the the predictability of it, mm. you know, I, I do yearn for it. I do miss it. And 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 I think like as a teenager, I was um, embarrassed to come from Baton Rouge because it's like such a fucking weird place to grow up. And like it's not a cool place at all. Mm-hmm. And like the older that I get and especially being in New Orleans, like 
I'm just so fucking tickled that I grew up in Baton Rouge. I think it's hilarious. I'm not embarrassed by that at all. Yeah. I don't think that it makes sense. Embarrassment, period, like while it is a normal emotion, is so dumb. It's weird. It's just dumb to be embarrassed about traits or facts about yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like you said something weird or like you tripped. Yeah. Sure. But like things about yourself that are just like innate. Yeah. It's like, why are we... We're too old to be embarrassed. That's what you it know? is. Like, well, it's like own like that. That is the very thing that makes you you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the very thing that makes me me is that I grew up in Baton Rouge. Like I'm gonna be embarrassed that I wrote a bunch of fan fiction and wrote the fourth Twilight well, novel. You should, well, you should be. No, I'm not gonna be embarrassed about that. That's just <laughs> maybe, a fucking fact. Maybe you should be. You know, <laughs> it's but, a fact. God damn it. But you know what? No, but like that's the shit. Like that's the cool. That's the shit that makes you cool and interesting and unique. Or and, like, like really weird. Like that made me. That makes me fucking strange. But that's okay, but you know. Like, there, there is the salt. You know, you're you're salt of the earth. There we go. You know, you're we real. We need to be honest about what we did in our past. <laughs> we need to be honest about what happened when we were eleven. You know, we. I need to be honest about the fact that in high school I kept a blog on blogspot.com called Thoughts and Worthless Bitching, in which I basically gossip girl wrote about all my classmates in an anonymous fashion. Um, not in a mean way, but just because I had so few friends that I just had to like hear what was going on with everybody else and then like write about it. Yeah. Not embarrassing. Just the truth. A little embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all embarrassing, but But it's it's like, we don't need to feel, we don't need to feel shame. You know what I mean? It's like, that just (laughs) like, LOL, like that happened, you know? know? And, and we all have an LOL. That happened. Rut row. Yeah. And here we are today. And here we are. Happy, thriving, successful, beautiful, Maybe strong jawline. Same choices. Just, you know? You know? <laughs> We've grown yeah. so much. They've it those experiences shape who we are. Now, was it was it fanfic? Yeah. That you wrote? One hundred percent. Meaning was it but like was it horny? Yeah, one hundred percent. Whoa. 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 One hundred percent. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. I had a pen name because I didn't want anyone to fucking know or what find was out. The pen name? Jordan something. To pick a pen name and to go with Jordan. I don't know. You know what I mean? It was like an androgynous, like, at the time. Right, because a boy definitely could have written that. (laughs) A flowery boy. Be the change you wish to see in the world, you know? (laughs) There there are so so much fan fiction. That you've written. That I wrote. Like, I, and I was on fanfic.net and I would release like chapter by chapter. And there was a following. And there was a following. People were like oh my god when's, when's it coming out yeah because i would like wait i would like forget to post or i would be in a musical and i'd like you know be busy like i'd be busy sheer, rehearsing like the sheer number of 11 year olds that were like humping a pillow like reading your who knows pick. you know disgusting yeah i mean it was very pg it was not like i feel i'm what, sure what some horny things like what, what teenagers do you think were writing what was like the highest base that your character <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a really good question yeah I really don't think that any of them had sex. Did they like kiss on the yeah, mouth? Yeah, they kissed on the mouth okay. for sure. Were they like doing hand stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no. Because I wasn't doing hand stuff. You I was had like a vague, very Christian at the yeah, time. Yeah, you, you know? only had a vague understanding no of idea. sexuality. But, like, it was a lot of sexual tension everywhere, you know? Hot, honestly, though. Just like, yeah, some hot teen sexual tension. I'm. You know what I miss more than anything in my whole life? Young adult novels? No. <laughs> I thought that's where you were Not going. Not where I'm going. Okay. Hot teen sexual tension. Hot teen sexual tension. Like, like sex oh, got like, so much less fun for me so, when I started having it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Like the idea of it was so much more fun than the actual act. The first, this is not good. We have a we have an entire outline of where we were gonna go. We're and digressing. This is, this is not that. Um, this is so gross. But do you remember, like the first hard dick you felt like pressing into like the, your lower back into my lower like, back like, at a dance wanna, party at a dance party. Yep, horrifying, horrifying, horrifying. But you're like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait a minute. You're like, you're like, I know what that is. Holy shit. Like, you're just free. It's the, it's almost, I wish that there was like a video camera and you could actually make the face that is happening on the inside of you. Because <laughs> you're kind of like, <laughs> we watched the Ali Wong recent um, stand-up comedy special. She talks about how <laughs> like you've changed matter from like something soft to something like you're you're the it's alchemy the alchemy yeah. like you're so attractive <laughs> that you've like physically changed the yeah. form of this thing yeah. in a ta- in a tangible way oh i mean you my know? high school boyfriend would often come in his pants <gasps> from simply like from us like making out and fooling around shut the fuck up I, the power no friction at all barely shut it is so powerful. Powerful. Though. It's so powerful. I remember. Powerful. I, I remember. I made a dude that happened with a guy, and he left the room to like clean himself up. Yeah, and, like, that's came, humiliating. Humiliating. <laughs> came back. Came back like a dog, like a whimper, like like tail between his legs, like so embarrassed. And I was like, like no, I'm I like kind of like that's that. kind of normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, whatever. I mean, <laughs> pretty fat. Like oh, <laughs> but like you know, it's yeah. this is something that happens. Yeah. And he was like, I don't know. Like that to happen was like, I don't know. It was like a very weird thing that this person, like he just kind of went on about, I was like, maybe you need to go journal about that. Yeah. It sounds like this is a conversation <laughs> for you and your therapist. Like, this is not for me. Maybe go on a run about it. Yeah. I don't know what you need to do to clear your head, to but know. I don't need to know what's going on in there. I, no, I, I was a, hu- I was a huge fan of dry humping back in the day. Yeah. So fun. Loved dry humping. Wait, when mean, we stopped dry humping, like meaning like, you know, when you start like actually having sex and you don't like dry hump to completion, again, <laughs> let down. <laughs> Just less fun. It's less fun. Like it's so much more fun when you're like, oh my god, like we can't, like we shouldn't, like, you know. Stop. Stop. Like it's so much more fun. Okay. Also, just side note, <laughs> consent is key. Oh yeah, one hundred p. If yeah. you're if you're saying for real, stop. Then someone then, should yeah, listen you to you. Yeah, you have to stop. But we're talking about the two thousand two. Yeah, but this is pre Me Too pre- movement. Like you know still consensual consensual but like teehee but we're teehee no don't please do or like the sexual tension before you kiss somebody for the first time and like that actually will they throw up that'll make me throw up (laughs) what do you mean that's anxiety inducing to me oh really okay palms sweaty like you're in the movie theater you picked the longest harry potter movie so that you had plenty of time to like make out and it's like you're in hour one and like no move has been made and like will it won't it happen like oh i love it it's like so uh, exciting it's so it cute. cute i'm like cute. none of that it's like well now we're fucking boot up and what the fuck fuck <laughs> i was thinking about I was, never again you i was know? literally thinking about this recently and i was like the fact that like sex is so readily available to me kind of kind of a bummer <laughs> <laughs> like you do not feel that way no. you like need it to be I so know. readily available to you but like i like to earn it a little bit more and i feel like it's too easily given yeah. we yeah, need mal like, to get a little dom energy she could never never you know she could never but it's funny but like okay it's like something about like the like like hunter gatherer mode kicks in and it's like it's like you know humans now we just have like fast food we can just like eat it but like 
wouldn't it be so much more satisfying to like hunt, hunt? and murder a deer with your bare hands and then eat it? You know, if that's the difference. Are you trying to make this relatable? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying like, like sex when it is available to you and is there is like one thing. Well, that's, but then like, but like going out on a Friday night and like no, dressing like, cute and like hoping danger. that you like meet someone. I'm like, oh my God, like what if you do? And like, will you kiss? Will you not? Will you meet up with them the next night? Like will What's you go home happen? with them? Yeah. Like that, there's like a, a little bit of a thrill to that. Yeah. Oh my God. 100%. That, that I'm referencing a lot of like television things today. Um, but when that older woman talks to Phoebe in, is that her name? I don't know what you're talking about. In flea, flea bag. And she's like, when you get above a certain age, like nobody flirts with you anymore. Oh. Not with danger. Oh. And it's like, what? that's what it is. It's to be flirted danger. with with danger. Yeah. Like to walk into a, a room and be like this entire, like whoever are like the chemist, the chemicals and the chemistry are just like flying and you're bing, like, bing, 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 bing. yeah, like yep. what, like, Pheromones. Who's, who's it going to latch onto? And like, oh fun miss it but this is this is literally this so this actually speaking of television brings me to what i really wanted to talk about which was that show couples therapy oh yeah because this actually comes up in the most recent season and if y'all are not watching couples therapy it's on showtime it's 10.99 a month okay relax you can afford it okay chill i don't want to hear anybody it's worth it well i well i can't like i don't have that streaming service fucking buy it you're an adult it's ten dollars fucking cancel it when you don't want it anymore grow up they also have a trial they have a fucking free trial. So okay. Do that. I don't want to fucking hear it. And you're not going to get my pa- I'm not giving you my login information. We're 30 years old. Grow up. Okay. Watch couples therapy. It's on showtime. You're literally just watching this therapist named Orna doing. Mm. She's Israeli. She's hot. Okay. Love you're watching her do couples therapy. You really with, want a hot couples therapist though. You do. You know what I mean? You, you want there to be sexual tension. Between everyone. Between everyone in the room. <laughs> it's like. It's like. Are you going to tell us that. Um. Are you going to tell us that we're getting a divorce? Or are we all going to have a threesome right now? Like, <laughs> who knows? I like to not know with therapy. No, I'm kidding. She's very hot. Um, she's not gay, disappointingly. I've already Googled. But um, she kind of looks like it. But you're just watching couples therapy sessions. And this has actually come up, like, many. It's kind of like a, a thing that comes up every season with almost every couple, which mm-hmm. is, like, being coupled puts you in this space of, like, you want this predictable comfortability, but then you miss the freedom yeah. and and feeling like like that part of you that felt like you could go into a room and like bring someone home with you later that night like that part of you is kind of gone yeah and like well, that's why people want to be poly it's why people want to be poly it's why people get divorced it's why people cheat like yeah. how do you have stability and safety and then how do you also have like fun adventure or whatever like is it how do you do that dance and i think many people try to figure that out mm-hmm. i don't know what the answer is i mean but that is kind of the question of long-term relationships yeah there's the that i was watching the so many references to so many things but i was watching the Oprah. we love to imbibe media <laughs> like We're we love to like take really consuming media the michelle obama and um Oprah Winfrey interview of like Michelle's new book, The Light Within. Mm-hmm. There's like a Netflix special of I keep the seeing recorded it being added. It's like, like pushed to me. It's really lovely. Like I watched it the other night and I cried like many a time because how could you not with those two women that mm-hmm. are incredible? And it was very moving, but and also very honest, which I loved. And there were two things about it that were really kind of hit home for me. And one of them was in Michelle's one of Michelle's books. She was like, oh, there was. There was like a period of 10 years where I like couldn't stand my husband. Mm. And I was like, that's very real. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But like, wow. And she's like, you know, being, being together for 30 years, I would take those odds. Yeah. And you're like, oh. and she's like, young people don't like to be uncomfortable or unhappy for like even one millisecond. One millisecond. So we're, so they will leave or they, and that's not really how you grow with an individual. That's not a partnership. Mm -hmm. So people come to her sometimes or they like write to her about, you know, for relationship advice or whatever. And she's like, yeah, that's going to fucking happen. And that's yeah. okay. And it's I think I sometimes. definitely when I heard that, I was like, <laughs> I'm the girl that's like, I don't want to be uncomfortable for like one second. Oh, that's you. 10,000%. So I was like, you're, okay, you're kind of, I'm going to say something and I don't mean it to be mean. Like you have a, okay. You have a tendency to be a quitter. Oh, I'm such a quitter. You're a quitter. And I'm, I was allowed to be a quitter. You were allowed to be a quitter. I was not allowed to be a quitter. Yeah. This is a huge, we've, this has come up before for us. Yeah. Like, and, and I, and meaning I think that of course, like how you're raised is a thing, but I also think that you are not like a victim of that. Like if you wanted to not be that way, you could like, you could make a concerted effort to like not be. That. Mm-hmm. And I think you have in many ways. Yeah, I've tried really hard, but like, I do think that there's a, um, that you are, let's, let's reframe. Let's not say you're a quitter. Well, you're wonder, easily bored. Yeah. And you do not like discomfort. No. And you are happy to move on. I'll just move on. But this is what I found out recently. So I'm like, you know, we all, there was all the time when we were all like, what's our attachment style? And everyone was like finding out their attachment style. And I was reading all about all these different styles and there's like secure, um, I'm anxious, anxious, avoidant, <laughs> avoidant. Both. I'm both. And yeah, there's anxious, avoidant and anxious, avoidant and secure. And yeah. so I was like, I'm secure. And everyone oh. was like, you're secure or whatever. And you thought you were a secure attachment style. Like this was pre big X moment, oh, God. Okay. I think, or something. I don't okay. even remember. It was like whatever time this was happening. And I was reading the ad because I was like, I, something's wrong with me. (laughs) I was like, why? Like, what is going on? Forever seeking an answer to the question. I know something is wrong with me, but what is it? What is it? So I've been like freaking the fuck out recently and I'm like, what is going on? And I, and it's very like the pre-menstrual dysmorphia shit. Oh yeah, PMDD. But I like keep, I still feel that way. Yeah. And I'm like, what is that? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking up all the different attachment sub styles. And one of them is dismissive attachment i have never heard of this but dismissive I'm dying to know. avoidant so it's basically like you're anxious avoidant which is like i i can only rely on myself yes but i still want right yeah it's confusing <laughs> it's super confusing mine is that uh-huh but instead of showing love the way that you do which yeah. like you still do yeah i'm like i will fucking go dismissive is like i don't need bye 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 well, well, that, I mean, that is, like you said, I see it being a substyle of avoidant and I think you are absolutely avoidant. Like, and I think I would have said that to you. I can't believe that we haven't talked about this on this podcast I know. because, or, or at all as friends, because I'm like, oh, you're absolutely avoidant. Mm-hmm. 100%. You're gone. Bye. Go and get tough. But that's the dismissive. But the dismissive is that you're not even like, and I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I really don't avoidant. have any feelings about it. But that's Avo- avoidance are really interesting to me. And again, if you watch couples therapy, it's really fun to watch everybody break down. Like you can, I can just instantly spot that's the anxious one. That's the avoidant mm. one. And in fact, there's a lesbian couple on this very season, the new season that I'm like, you're anxious and you're avoidant. And that is such a nightmare coupling, but it always happens. But the avoidant is always like, um, weird. You like, like me, you're being a little bit clingy. And it's like, it's just someone trying to like date them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, like, um, like, like the person that they're dating tries to like call them on the phone and they're like, whoa, it's a bit much, you know? But like only in romantic relationships. Yes. yes which is so yes. weird. Because um, bro, I mean, read attached. Everybody read attached. I if know. You have it. But then anxious attachment is like, 
if you don't talk to me for per, like every hour of the day, then my assumption is that you hate me and are trying to leave me. And I need near constant reassurance that you're not going anywhere. Constant. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, what, so I have a fun combo of both of those, which a lot of people do actually. Yeah. Like, it's not I think that unusual, is common. But, um, dismissive. Yeah. I just found that out. Yeah. You're like, and you're I dismissed. Was, I was, re yeah, literally you're dismissed. <laughs> you're dismissed. I, was, <laughs> I was reading it aloud. Like, the triggers for dismissive people and like all these things and Kyle's in bed next to me and I'm reading it and I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And he's just fully cackling. cackling. Yeah. Yeah. But then he like, you know, pulled me in and was like, yeah, you are like, what do you think his attachment is? He was like, he seems I, secure. He's very secure. Yeah. So I think Mallory is too. Yeah. He's just real stable and just held me and was like, yep, that's your problem. <laughs> I was like, thank you god you're so patient the and hell the hell of being as introspective as we are yeah is being like okay i had i now have i now have terminology for how fucked up i am and, and how i know power <laughs> to fix it <laughs> at, all. at all zero oh my god i like that one and it it kind of reminds me of a a, a moment that occurred recently for me in which i was a psychopath Okay. Um, when were you a psychopath? <laughs> well, so, so see, this is your dismissive and my anxious avoidant is like so strong. Right. Yeah. So like Mallory and I, you know, get into a fight one night. Couldn't even right now tell you what it was about, of course, because it like doesn't matter. It's like stupid. It's always something like incredibly stupid. And then like she responds a certain way and then I respond. And then I'm now mad at the way that we have responded. Right. So like then it blows up. We're getting to this fight. It's really late. It's blowing up. I'm trying to have a conversation and Mallory, because she fucking knows me, is like, all right, babe, good night. Actually, I'm not doing this with you. Like, go to bed. Because again, this is a person who is securely attached. Like, she doesn't she doesn't think that every ripple in the relationship is, like we're breaking up. is that we're breaking up. Yeah. I'm like, you make me uncomfortable one time and I'm like, well, obviously we shouldn't fucking be together. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm like, well, clearly you don't want this and this isn't going to work. <laughs> And she's like, I don't know how you could have deduced that. Like, I'm literally just trying to go to bed. I'm it's 11 o'clock and I don't want to fight with you about something stupid at 11. Right. Like a completely again, like a normal a, what a normal person. person. Would do. Yeah. But me, I am like, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. again. And my, my so the, the avoidant comes in and I'm like, I don't want to be. I'm not wanted. <laughs> I'm going to fucking leave. OK. And like, I'm getting the fuck out okay, of here. But honestly, I'm packing a fucking bag and I'm not coming back, which is my move. Okay, so I pat. So she, dramatic. She's, because, so she's not reacting to me, which is pissing me off even more. So I'm like, I've obviously got to up the ante. Okay, this is all subconscious. This is not con. You know, this is after the fact. I'm analyzing. Well, you're just like blackout. You're blackout. I'm blacked out. Rage. I'm blacked out. Rage. I climb up the ladder in our fucking bedroom. Yank. You know, we've got these like huge storage things. Whatever. I yank my like luggage from the top of it. I climb down. Like clamber down. You know throw the luggage on the bed. Mallory's in the bed trying to sleep. Okay. <laughs> I loudly unzip the suitcase. I pull, I just open my closet. It's, it's dark in my room. Okay. I pull a section of hangers and clothes out of the closet. Don't even take them off the hangers. Gowns. It's like, it's clearly like nothing practical. Okay. Yeah. Shove it into the bag, zip the bag, up. you know, like grab my toothbrush. Like, and Mallory just like kind of pipes up for the bed and she's like, um, so like, what's your plan? Like, where are you? <laughs> Like, where are you going to go? And I'm like, I don't know, but I'm not staying here. Okay. Like, right. Like, <laughs> like so again, it's like, so I do believe that the avoidant voice 
is a demonic voice. It's demonic. It's like you are it, you, like you are no longer in your body. I'm gone. And there is a demon voice that's like, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. But I'm not staying here. Yeah, like, literally, like, literally. It's like this other thing that like erupts from inside well, you. And it, it's like it's like there's this inner part of me, and I know what it is, and I feel her sometimes, but it's the it's the traumatized and wronged version of me who is coming back to say we you will not treat we, me yes this way. we swore we swore you would never put yourself in this position again yeah and here it is <laughs> here it is so it's like the alarm bells yeah. are going again like, like i'm getting you out of here i'm getting you the fuck out like my yeah. ears are like pounding like whoa 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 like i'm not even hearing you yeah. know so it's like my blood pressure high the situation feels very intense it's not it's also 100 not. it's just not so i'm packing i'm like going to leave and um I don't even remember how this ends. I'm pretty sure Mallory's like, are you actually like trying to leave right now? And I'm like, yeah, because she wouldn't even talk to me. And she's like, okay, let's fucking talk then. Like, great. So like we have a talk and then at some point we both tucker ourselves out and we're like, let's just go to sleep. And we go to sleep and I wake up the next morning and I guess in my sleep, my brain had done some like, like the gears, hard work. Yeah. The gears were fucking spinning and I like did some processing and I woke up and like, I went, oh my God, oh my God. And I pieced it all together. And I think I brought this to you pretty immediately. Yeah, you, afterward. F- you figured it out. But I was like, oh my gosh. So like, you know, zoom back several years. You know, when this very podcast began, as a matter of fact, I'm, you know, uh, in the beginning of a terrible breakup. And the circumstances of like the day that we broke up were very similar. Like she wouldn't really talk to me it got out of hand. I was like, well, if you don't want to talk, then like, I'm going to go. And like, I pack a bag. Okay. And like, again, weird. It's the same suitcase. Like, obviously it's the same. I have the same suitcase pack that very same suitcase four years ago and kind of say the same thing, which is like, I don't, I can't do this. And if, and I'm packing this bag and I'm leaving and she let me leave the bitch. Let you leave. She let me leave. And I think that like when me and Mal get into it and I feel that like avoidant thing come up where I'm like, I don't need to put up with this and I'm going to leave. Right. What I'm really hoping for is for the person that I'm with to not let me leave. Yeah. And to be like, please don't go. I want you to stay. Okay. Because all you want is to be wanted. All any, right. Like all any of us want. It's it's like, I can put up with a lot of shit or like I, I can feel like our relationship is worth fighting for if I know that you want me. Or if you Ultimately. will fight for the relationship. And if you will fight too. Yeah. And and that's bad and like kind of toxic of me, you know, like to, to like need to have this like big moment of the like, proof or no, whatever. Please, you know, but I also feel like it, that was such a major realization for you. Huge. And it probably was something unhealed from that literal moment four years ago yeah. where you were like, oh, no one, like the narrative is now like, no one will fight for me. Like yep. I will fight right. for us. Yes. And you kind of needed that proof however toxic that is like you kind of needed that proof i i needed i needed someone to be like actually please don't leave and in fact come sit down and i'll help you unpack this suit like literally like i will help you unpack the suitcase i will literally help you unpack the suitcase and like how fucking stupid are you like i like mallory literally the next day is like yeah i was watching you pack and you were just pulling a random like what were you gonna do were you going to a ball after this like you know (laughs) like like she can see through me yeah, and can see how silly I'm being and like, but not in a way that makes me feel unlistened to, but in a way that makes me feel like, God, I am being insane I'm being dumb. and like 
for what you yeah know? but like but and not in a begging way either because the other thing about mal is that like she, she's made it very clear and i fully fucking believe her she's like oh yeah if this doesn't work out like i'm gonna be gonna be okay and i'm like oh fuck i believe you like mm-hmm. i fully believe that you're not gonna like start a whole podcast about our fucking breakup, you know <laughs> yeah. like i know that but like she's she is so secure yeah that like these fluctuations don't like stress yeah, her kyle is so like like everyone's like oh my god be nice to kyle you're so insane and i'm like me she means but I, <laughs> but i'm like when whenever i'm like hey i know i've been really crazy i'm really sorry he's like it honestly has not affected me at all yeah <laughs> and i'm like wow every little thing you do affects me like what yeah, do yeah, you yeah. mean so what's that so like, what's that? like what you, how a butterfly beats its wings in a room four miles away from me and i'm like having a stroke you yeah. know like i can't like, not be affected this is some bullshit